I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Dan. And James. And this is Come Through Queen. I have to go to Fashion Week. And I have to go to the trade shows. I have appearances. I have red carpets. Wow. Jimbo to the show, back in the sea, taking over co-host duties for Brendan this week while he is out there fighting for our rights. Thank you, James. I am thrilled to be here (laughs) once again. It's an honor and a privilege. Brendan, we love you, as you said out there fighting for our rights. And uh, listen, I I consider myself to be Come Through Queen's official Hollywood correspondent. Mm, (laughs) Reporting straight out of LA. Straight out of Los Angeles. I'm like Hollywood adjacent. I'm on that, you know, entertainment Mm. beat out here in LA. (laughs) So that's insane. Okay, I'm happy to be here. Well, well that, that perspective will be perfect for the Beverly Hills news that we will get to. Yes. Um, but I, before we get to that, though, I do want to first point people in the direction of we just warmed ourselves up with a fun pre-show where James uh, shouted the praises of some fabulous television shows, an artist for out of uh, the UK I've never heard of, uh, giving us all like the need to know information. Yes. Try to. Yes. Besides that, <laughs> if you are missing, if you're missing Brendan this week, our Patreon bonus episode is a recap of the real houses of New Jersey. The episode with Melania's birthday, where Gia sings waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. Oh my goodness. I didn't, I didn't know you guys were doing that. I'm yeah, so I know. excited. We, we we have that in the bank, and then we're releasing it this week in honor of, like, what a TikTok trend this has become. Listen, I'm not even on TikTok, and I know that that is blowing up right now. That's... <laughs> oof. Wow. So, so, so dark, that song. But you know what? Hey, at least yeah. it's getting Gia some plays. So, you know what? 
this girl is screaming <laughs> for this to stop. Iconic, iconic behavior. Oh my goodness. While we're on the New Jersey train, you need to go to the Come Through Queen Instagram account at Come Through Queen Podcast. We've partnered with Strand to give away three signed copies of Margaret Joseph's new book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. So in order to enter to win, what you need to do is follow both Strand Bookstore and Come Through Queen Podcast on Instagram. You need to like the post promoting uh, the digital event that Strand is hosting for Margaret Joseph's and comment in that post tagging a friend. So it's one entry per person. You have until Monday to enter and we will announce the winner on Tuesday morning, the day of the event, and we'll contact you by DMs, set it all up and how great is that? That's so exciting. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Oh my goodness. That Okay, so and then also Brendan and I will be at the virtual event and you may even see us pop on screen asking Marge a question. Oh my goodness. See, that's reason enough I... right there to enter just to see <laughs> your beautiful faccias at that event. So I love it. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have a lot of news to get to. Yes. I do yes. first want to get to the LA news <laughs> since you're with us. I'm on, I'm on that Beverly Hills beat. I'm just, you know, okay. stomping up and down Rodeo Drive every day, just making it happen. So realityt.com is reporting that Sutton Shrek is reportedly full-time for season 11 of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Sutton Shrek was a polarizing figure last season on Beverly Hills. She was only a friend of Housewives for season 10, but she managed to stir up enough drama Sutton is wealthy and informed. Everyone that she only wears couture. Sutton was appalled by Kyle Richards not having place cards at her dinner party during a game of first impressions. Sutton told pregnant Teddy Mellencamp that she was boring. <laughs> wow. So I guess all that earned her a diamond. Um, James, we thought we were going to get a Beverly Hills trailer this week, and that did not occur. Sad. Sad. What do you what do you make of Sutton getting a diamond? What do you make of the upcoming season of Beverly Hills? Are you excited? What's the word on the street in LA right now? Everybody is buzzing in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm literally like nine miles from Beverly Hills. Could not be further away in terms as far as Los Angeles goes. But um, no, but I think the cast members are even further away than you listen, are. Let's talk about it. I was I've been doing. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing like a, a, a kind of like light Beverly Hills kind of like look back. I started watching season two just kind mm. of out of boredom and just needed some comfort. And then that rolled into three. And now I'm like halfway through four, which is kind of a dead of a season. But anyway, um, yeah. to your point, very few of the housewives have actually lived in the city of Beverly Hills. Like, you know, so many of them okay. are just so scattered around kind of like the general LA area. Um, yeah. What do I make of this news? To be honest, I have not followed Beverly Hills much over the past couple seasons, namely because everyone wow. has been namely like, I feel like you and Brendan have been just been like, yeah, it's not great to be honest. Like it just hasn't been popping off much recently. I mean, I know there was like the, the Denise season, the Bravo, Bravo, Bravo of it all. Yeah. Like that seemed pretty thrilling, yeah. just breaking the fourth wall. Like for sure. Like I could, I could dip back and look at that, but I do know that you and Brendan and a lot of other folks in the come through queen universe, Stan or, Lightly stand, perhaps, 
Sutton's yeah. drag. Oh yeah, so. we're we're only lightly we're only lightly sanding in 2021. Sure, fair enough. We're, we're not fully yeah, sanding. We've been burned before. We're not going to get burned again. I totally get it. Um, so this is yeah. good. I mean, this is good news. Yeah, for for Sutton. Well, we're yeah. Excited I about mean, it. so I feel like the reason she allegedly did not get it last season that we've talked about before is because uh, she couldn't show her children, which for some reason like is a prerequisite or something. But like Sonia Morgan, like forge the path of not having to show your child so that future housewives would not have to show their children if they can't. Right. right. Yeah. I feel like that precedent's already been set. So that doesn't seem to hold yeah. much water to be honest. Yeah. I mean, to maybe promote the Mar- Margaret Joseph's book again, I do have to say I am interested to tune into that because she talks about her son in there, which she has not done so on the television program. Sure. Sure. So I'm curious to see like that window into her life that we have not seen. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine in a book she is uh, able to take a few more liberties in terms of what she can share and, and yada, yada, yada. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think part of the reason why the Beverly Hills trailer might've gotten delayed is because of some other Andy Cohen related news that was released this week. So E! News reports, Andy Cohen announces Keeping Up With The Kardashians reunion in a hilarious trailer. So Keeping Up With The Kardashians is getting the Andy Cohen reunion treatment. On Wednesday, April 7th, it was revealed that the Keeping Up With The Kardashians reunion will be coming following the final season's conclusion later this year. And if that wasn't exciting enough news, a new teaser confirmed that the King of Bravo reunions will be hosting the Look Back event on E! Wow. So... Wow. I feel like so many reality programs that Brendan and I have watched in the past were like, we need a reunion. We need an Andy Cohen reunion. Yes. Yes. The, cause I feel like other, like other um, programs, they'll try to host a reunion and like whatever host is doing it doesn't bring to the table what Andy brings to the sure. table. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Say what you will about Andy Cohen, but I think he is, he is very proficient at kind of navigating the the reunion space and kind of like managing that conversation. I mean, he's obviously had so much experience. I mean, yeah, that, that trip, I mean, that teaser was like, I don't know. What did you think about the little, like, well, this is like the, well, you know, it it was like a, it was a, it was a, um, a nod to like that viral. They did like a viral thing where they called a bunch of, I think it was like some of their, like either, partners or exes or people they have relationships with like all of them calling in a video call like blank face in a facetime yeah so it was a reference okay this is this is what happens when you aren't on social media much anymore okay (laughs) i was like (laughs) what am i missing here because i was just kind of like just like a slight smile like watching the kardashians kind of do this thing but i was like i'm missing something here okay that makes perfect sense um yeah yeah no i'm excited and they're gonna cover all so they're gonna do one reunion attempting to cover yeah all 20 seasons of material in some fashion yeah 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 i mean like obviously we can't go back in time and like reunite for each season so like we're taking what we could get right sure now. fair enough fair enough i mean big question is it going to be in the round like what's the covid you know mm. reunion seating of it all going to be like well well andy did interview them um like the sisters and chris i think recently for his special that's been airing on e where he's been doing like a i think it's like a six-part special on 
looking back on reality television, like the right. competition shows, the housewives, the this, the that, sure. like all of sure. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think like once you are within the Kardashian compound, you are cleared in terms of like COVID, like you have gone under like rigorous testing. Sure, sure. It is a secure zone. <laughs> I would love to be there, to be honest. I'm going driving out to Calabasas right now. I love it. Okay, get on set, please, as our correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but speaking of Andy Cohen, we do have something out of page six about an upcoming Watch Happens Live special that I'm actually kind of excited about. So Andy Cohen says two housewives are upset over Watch Happens Live kids special. So page six reports, don't mess with a mama bear. Andy Cohen revealed that two real housewives contacted him to ask why their daughters were left out of his upcoming Watch What Happens Live special featuring some of the star's children. Andy said on Sirius, first of all, I will say I heard from two moms yesterday saying, why wasn't my daughter included? (laughs) It was just a lot to have 13 people. So the special is going to include... Uh, Kim Zolciak's daughter, Brielle Bierman, Candy Burris's daughter, Riley Burris, Dolores's son, Frankie Catania, Teresa's daughter, Gia Giudice, Vicky's daughter, Brianna, as well as Gina's son, Shane Keogh, Luann's Victoria Delaseps, Caroline Manzo's sons, Albie and Chris Manzo, Brooks Marks out of Salt Lake City, Cynthia's daughter, Noelle Robinson, Avery Singer, and Sheree's son, Cairo Whitfield. My head... Who are you excited to see? My head is spinning right now. Oh my goodness. 13 people. Who are you excited of that group to see? Okay. I mean, I'm excited to see them all. I think it's... I mean, I I feel like they did a decent job kind of curating that group. I mean, of course, there's like... There are some honorable mentions that could have gotten the invite, but... um, I think we were talking... Maybe we were talking about this in the Facebook group or in the group chat. I can't remember, but... To see Gia Judice with... Mm. The Manzo boys. Yeah, yeah. To see what that that dynamic is like. I mean, I'm sure, like, there's going to be no... I can't imagine that, like, they're going to fight over anything at this point. But, like, curious to see, like, how they interact in 2021. Well, that's why I think, like, it's almost like 13 is too many. Because they've done stuff like this on Watch Happens Live before. Like, a night of a 100 housewives where it's just, like, you you spend, like, two minutes with them each. You know? Well, it's, it's... I, I'm hoping that this will, well, I have two thoughts. I'm hoping that this will kind of like lay the groundwork for maybe more housewives, mm. kids contents. Like I, I've always, I don't know. I've rewatched OC a million times. Like I know embarrassing, yeah. but like, I've always like imagined like, <laughs> like a season, like where it's like Brianna, like Cara Keogh, you know what I mean? Like mm. all, all those kids kind of like, like coming into their own and kind of like doing their own thing. Um, sure. Well, who would you have included that was left out. Um, I bet you one potential mama bear that contacted Andy was a Jill Zarin asking, where is Ali Shapiro? You know, Jill <laughs> picked up that phone immediately and just fired off that call. You know, she did. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause they didn't yeah. specify. Did they specify who the, sorry, remind me, they didn't specify who like the mama bear. No. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I no, mean, no. I'm <laughs> I'm going to regret saying this, but why aren't Lynn Curtin's daughters invited? (laughs) Get Raquel and Alexia in there. I I feel like they're not doing well. I know. (laughs) So that's probably why. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That might be one. Yeah. Is there anyone you're you're missing besides, besides the, the curtain girls? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, no, I mean, I, I, again, I think they did they did a nice job, kind of like spreading the love around the cities. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting like kind of like age demographic too. You have like Brianna Culberson, who's like my age and her like mid thirties down to Gia, who's 19. It's just like a nice kind of like cross section of everybody. So. Yeah. I feel like there are people I would have liked to like pop up with their parent, like a Jagger Phoenix Kemsley, like being held by Doreen, like in her care. Right. Right. No, 100%. (laughs) I'm also Kyle Richardson didn't get any love in that. Did she? None of of Kyle's girls Mm -hmm. were invited. I don't, do we even have like a single Beverly Hills child? No, I don't think so. Wow. wow. That's an interesting point. Not even a single Umansky. Because in my brain, I was like, oh, well, there's like Pandora Vanderpump, like whatever. And then I was like, oh, because like Kyle, I feel like would have, maybe Kyle's that one, maybe Kyle's the second mm. call. It's Jill Zarin. Yes, she could. Jill Zarin and Kyle Richards, maybe. Wow. wow. But like, that's the thing, like, none of, None of her daughters besides Portia, but like even then, it's like enough. I know, Portia. I know, I know. We've got we've got enough of those girls, so uh, I'm excited. Wow. That'll be fun. Okay, our last big news item this week is that Bravo <laughs> will continue to film Jen Shah's legal drama after fraud arrest. Again, this is from page six. Jen Shah may be facing prison, but her Real Housewives of Salt Lake City drama is not going any anywhere soon. The powers that be at Bravo are planning planning to make the federal fraud and money laundering charges she faces as a, a central part of the reality show's second season, including exclusive footage of the embattled businesswoman's arrest, a source told Page Six. Wow. The insider says Bravo knows full well what viewers are following, uh, that they're following every detail of this case and will con- continue to do so as it progresses. So producers plan to follow it just as closely and use whatever footage they legally can. Oh, my God. All right, Brent. Uh, I mean, Brendan's been following this. How deep into Salt Lake City did you get? Did you watch any of it? All of it. Are you, like, feeling it? All of it. All of it. Watch the whole season. I welcomed the opportunity to start a new franchise from the beginning, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like as a, you know, I am a, I'm a housewives... I'm a solid Housewives fan. I can't pretend to be a completist. You know, I've kind of like dipped yeah. in and out, but like, sure, I love the product. But like when I, well, there were so many reasons in Salt Lake, I was like, A, I'm so intrigued because it's like the real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like I'm immediately yeah. interested, like, right? What are we doing? What here? are we doing here? Yeah. Exactly. And B, just like the simple opportunity to embark on a new journey, clean slate, new women from scratch, like start from, from the jump. Um, and you're speaking the same language as everyone else watching the show. Yep. I'm like totally synced up with everybody. Um, so yeah, I was like fully in on Salt Lake. I had a great time with it. I just thought it was so, so different. I mean, I don't know. It was just that, that group of women was just such a nice cocktail. I mean, it was, it was great. Um, I mean, is it safe to say like, I'm still reeling from the Jen Shaw news, like nearly, nearly two weeks later. I mean, it's just Uh, one week. We're one, we're one week in. Is it one week? Oh, yeah, man, it feels like it's been yeah. like a month. That's crazy. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. Just to see, you know, her arc on the season, and then to kind of like, you know, it wasn't fully resolved in the reunion, but it kind of landed in a yeah. place where you're like, oh, we're we're kind of like setting her up 
for yeah. season two, right? And then to have this just yeah. kind of like come out a of redemption nowhere. season. Yeah, totally. They set her up for a redemption season, and we were all just kind of like, regardless of how you thought, you were like, okay, well, we've kind of like we've tied this up as much, you know, we've buttoned this up as much as we can, and then like this kind of totally out of nowhere, and it's just like, yeah, oh my goodness. I mean, as a viewer with this news, like, I mean, I'm thrilled, like. Yeah, yeah. As a viewer of the show and like, sure, of course. As a human. As a, as like a citizen of this country that tries to empathize her with uh, empathize with her, like, oh, if I were in that situation, I mean that's like it's like Jen. You know, maybe just like gracefully step away, yeah. deal with this, you know, if Don't incriminate. Do not I mean honestly, like yes, as Oh, I'm thinking with like my legal hat on. Don't incriminate. Oh, one hundred percent. Like what lawyer is allowing her to do this is my question. 100%. That is, that is the big question. Just like who was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Keep filming. Like who said that? Yeah. 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 Um, but Hey, I mean, I, again, you put your viewer hat on and you're just like, yeah, great. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. wow. It's uh, it's all happening. It's all happening. Okay. Why don't we kick it over to our shows this week and we'll start with Atlanta. Atlanta. So we are in New Orleans. We're in New Orleans. Yes, we are. Um, James, I know you have caught up with Atlanta because like of the shows currently airing, you were not as tuned in to what was currently happening. Yes. So Atlanta, first of all, Mm. when I went to go dip back in and I saw, I like queued up a couple of episodes on iTunes and I was like, season 13? It is season Mm -hmm. 13 of Atlanta. That... Oh, yeah. Blew my mind. I don't know. I just, like, Atlanta's a, a franchise that I've kind of, like, dipped in and out of. I was, like, pretty hardcore at the beginning, and then, you know, it's, I've kind of ebbed and flowed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I got to say, one thing, you know, preparing to be on this podcast with you this week, like, yeah, I have to say, one one thing I learned, it is not hard to jump back into a franchise that you have not been oh. watching. I, I I believe personally, like okay. I was worried about Atlanta because I was just like, I don't think I've watched a full season of Atlanta in seven years. You know what I mean? It's been like a wow, long time. Wow, so wow. it's just like, and I, you know, I kind of follow what's going on just like with the podcast and all that, but like, yeah, but I don't know. I was really nervous about Atlanta specifically because I was just like, I have not checked on in on these women in a long time, but it was like, it was not hard, you know? That's interesting. Cause like I, for Atlanta, I was worried in terms of like, there are points in other cities franchises or, or like even summer house where I'd be like, okay, like this is a good episode for you to jump in to catch up. We currently are. Sure. Whereas in Atlanta, like nothing has like the Bolo episode is like what we're talking about. So like, I guess that would be it. But like, besides that, there's not like a good point to like jump in. Yeah, I think, I mean, you texted this to me kind of as we were preparing for this. You were just like, yeah. just watch the last two episodes. It's a trip, you know, which is kind of like a nice like, yeah. encapsulated thing, you know? Sure. Um, I had a great time. I don't know. I hmm. I had a great time with them. Yeah. I mean, it was like. I'm surprised because like the fans are, I feel like for the most part are not loving Atlanta this season. Mm. Well, maybe, I don't know. Again, I haven't been going week by week. I have not been sure. like fully saturated with Atlanta. So I might be coming at it from yeah. like a different place, but um, nice to see some familiar faces and nice to see some new faces. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's get into it. I mean, I think like the thing with Atlanta is that even when like what's going on is not great, as 
characters on a television show, they're very interesting and like I agree. Can move it along. Yes. Yes. I think they're very proficient in this craft. And I think they're also like mm. they are entertaining women, you know? Yeah. It's just like exactly. the shade is on point. It's just like it's just great, you know? Um Yeah. Okay, so we're in Atlanta. What's been going on? Um Well, we're with your fan favorite, Big Frida. Big Frida. I know. I know. Oh my goodness. I, I feel like this was truly the, like James is a big Frida fan. I would I would go so far as to say Stan. Like I it was probably like ten years ago, maybe twenty eleven, she was in town and she did a show at yes. Brooklyn Bowl. And you went. And I went with a couple of friends. Yeah, yeah. They were like, You have to come catch the show, it's gonna <laughs> be crazy. Um wild. Just like so much fun. She is such an entertainer, just like playing this like New Orleans bounce show at like Brooklyn bowl in Williamsburg for like all these white hipsters. Yeah. It was just like wild. Um, but anyway, um, so great to see her on the screen and I kind of loved the setup, just like getting in big Frida's kitchen, you know, I felt kind of bad. Cause like, I don't think she wanted what transpired. 100%. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like she was not feeling it at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I mean, like, it's tough. I mean, if, I don't know, if I were hosting the Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, Mm. for, to to shoot a scene with them, you know what I mean? I would, I think I would kind of like temper my expectations a little bit, but I think Big Frida just, she seems like such a sweetheart and just like, she seems like all about love and just, you know, we, we saw that in kind of like her addressing the group, you know what I mean? But, um. Well, I do think, like, also Marlo, who's normally someone I, like, love and ride with, like, all the time, was so weird in terms of being like, Big Frida, let me ask you, if (laughs) there was a friend that talked to this other friend and was, like, she was, like, speaking in riddles that, like, Big, like how is Big well, Frida supposed to respond? This to like this? it was just she cued it up as this like <laughs> grand hypothetical, just like yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah. a friend of mine hypothetically, <laughs> and I'm just like the two people you were talking about are literally two feet away from you, just like call mm. it out, you know. And I, I, I was just thinking like, just leave Big Frida out of it, honestly. Like right? yeah, yeah, leave yeah. her out of it. Like if you want to like get into it, if you want to bring it up and like kind of like hash it out with the other women, like go for it. But just like do not pull big Frida into this. Like she is just too precious. Like absolutely not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was bizarre. Marla was like all over the map this episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you make of like Kenya V Portia? I mean, again, you know, to contradict what I said earlier. I mean, it did take me a minute to be like, wait, what is this fight about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I was just yeah. like, what what are we talking about here? It's like Portia lied about what? Like, you know, and then I was like, oh, I do know even not watching that there was that episode yeah. with like the stripper yeah. and it got wild and all yeah. that. So I was like, okay. Yeah. It became clear that that's what we're talking about here. Um I just found it very I just think we're letting this go on for too long. Like, I don't know. The, oh, yeah. the triangle yeah. of it all was just very exhausting after a while and I was just like can we please just put this to bed? I think it, I think it just dragged on kind of incessantly, you know? I mean, Kenya, I thought Kenya would flourish once Nini left. Cause like last season, the problem was like Kenya and Nini just hated each other to such an extent that like, we couldn't be in the same room. We couldn't film. We couldn't do anything. Right. Sure. And now like Kenya has not learned the lesson 
and now is just doing it with Portia instead. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. I don't know. The dynamic just seems like a little off. And I I thought, I was just kind of like, this whole episode, I was like, is this the only thing that we're chewing on right now? You know what I mean? Like, is yeah, this, like yeah. it seems like this is the central conflict that we're kind of like orienting ourselves around. And I was just like, it seems played out. Like, can we get something else mm-hmm. in the mix, you know? Which is unlike Atlanta, because I feel like they, like New York, are more easy breezy, like jumping from like one situation to the next. Sure, sure. Yeah, 100%. I just Com- Compared to like a Beverly Hills, which will have one plot for the season. Right, right. I, I don't know. I was like, if I'm tired of this, having jumped in, like only having seen two episodes of this show, like I can't yeah, imagine yeah. like what kind of consistent viewers are feeling. But um, so, th- so then also like the trip itself is like so sad in terms of like people are just leaving. <laughs> that, I don't know. I Portia presents... Or she she performs as like to me it was like she's such a pro in a way like her mm-hmm. like after Marlo left when her and Kenya were getting into it like the way she kind of played yeah. that just like she was kind of like that like mocking yeah. you know yeah 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 after that scene I was just like it did not seem like Portia was gonna like I, I don't know I'm curious how much like the hurricane played into it it seemed like yeah 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 the storm was a brewing so like I would I don't know maybe maybe they were just like I got to get out of here before it gets too crazy you know. Well, that seemed to be more like the the candy thing. Candy's like, oh, I like I have stuff to do. Candy's got Candy's got to drive back to Atlanta. <laughs> I looked that up. It's like a seven hour drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's well. That's how she arrived. Like yeah. I, I do think Candy throughout the uh, Panera Bread breakfast has been like zipping and zagging in a car. Like she has not been flying. Okay. Because when she dropped Riley off to NYU, they drove there from Atlanta. All right. Well, listen. Isn't that interesting? Like, she has her own little protocols going on. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's fair. I get it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I had a good time. And, you know. Did did Drew pop off the screen to you at all? She did. She did. She popped off. I, I think I wrote down, like, she just, she presents as very confident. You know? Mm, just like she's yeah, got some yeah. kind of, like, I don't know. She just, like, I don't know super confident just like plays well on camera is this her first season yes so that's the point is like i feel like a a lot of people they bring on to this show like melt under the pressure of being around all like the big the big dogs and like drew had like a slow start um because it was a lot of like filming scenes with her not good husband and like now that they're doing more group scenes in the latter half of the season like she's coming to her own totally no, I th- listen, yeah. I've been impressed. I mean, I think she's been like, like, yeah, the trip like kind of fizzled out, <laughs> kind of ended up being yeah, a bust yeah. at the end. But like, especially last week's episode, I don't know. Like, I thought she was like mm-hmm. doing a pretty decent job setting it out, you know? Yeah. Um, my big question was like, how did the rest of the ladies get back to Atlanta? Because they flew down on the PJ and it was like, mm. that storm was a brewing. So they didn't yeah, really. We didn't, get, we didn't get a clip on, on a PJ back. It's like the lights were out and then all of a sudden we were back in Atlanta. It was just like. <laughs> quick you know um but yeah i don't know it was uh i thought it was a good episode like anything anything else in atlanta that you have thoughts on um let's see i think i mean biggest thing is like i need to go back and watch that bolo episode i don't know if it was Mm. like one episode or like a multi-episode arc but i was like that seemed to be kind of the genesis of a lot of what was going on in this episode, so. Yeah, I do think, like, it's, like, kind of, like, a two, it's, like, the episode and then the aftermath. 
Right. Right. Yeah. But even but the funny thing is like the I think the episode itself is really great and fun. And then like the F aftermath is like a little bit of a dud. Yeah. Because like they're not all fully playing. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's like we, we kind of like fizzled out. It's just like they had that, you know, they had the scene in Big Frida's Kitchen. Like we had kind of that blowout, if you will. Oh, the, the only other thing. <laughs> I could watch Marlo try and get out of a room and not know where she's going for hours. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, yes. When it, like when the lights went out and she's like b- bumbling around. Oh, no. I was talking about back at the dinner. <laughs> oh. When she tried to leave the dinner in a huff. And she just like. Oh, okay. She like tried to exit and she was like. I went the wrong way. And then she like came back in and just had to like address the woman again. And then she went the wrong way again. I was like, I could watch Marlo navigate trying to get out of this dinner after having like completely popped off on these women like all night. So she, I mean, she's like the star of the show right now in my heart. Yeah. She's like so messy, but like, I love it. I can't get it up. Yeah. So yeah, no, no I'm, great. this was like a nice, like dip back into Atlanta. Like I really want to kind of keep up with yeah. it. So Yeah. Okay, let's kick it over to Dallas. So Dallas is interesting because we have gone on, I think like Dallas more than any any other uh, city right now has gone on so many trips. It's like we go on a trip, we get back home, let's go on another trip because there's nothing else to do. (laughs) Because this season we've done, in no particular order, Austin. Yeah. We did like the day trip to Grapevine. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Now we're in Oklahoma. Was there one more that I'm forgetting? There might have been one more. Uh, Probably. I mean, honestly. Yeah. That's how they're passing the time. Just like traveling. Love that. Which, like, I do have to say, compared to Atlanta and Jersey, they are stressing me out the least in terms of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's I feel literally that. just like the like the the six of them or whatever. It's the six of them, and I do feel like they talk about it more. You know, like mm, I feel like yeah. it's more like it's it's present in their conversations, and it seems like top of mind for them, which you would hope would translate yeah. into like the way that yeah. they navigate through real life as well. But you know, yeah, who? who but who I mean, knows? meanwhile in Jersey, like we are throwing a like eighty person party, and then like saying during the party, like everyone. Move in closer. Correct. 1,000%. Yeah, Jersey. So you think Jersey is Jersey's number one in terms of where COVID doesn't exist? Only, in, like, the only thing that could beat it is the fact that Cynthia did throw a 250-person wedding. That could tip the scales, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. that is that holds a little bit more weight, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Dallas. Okay, but Dallas, but Dallas. Okay, so you are meeting Tiffany. Oh, yes. The season. So, yeah. How do you feel about Tiffany? So, yeah, full context, I binged the entire current season of Dallas in, <gasps> not not the whole series, the, just season five. Yeah, this season. Yeah, this one, season. it was, what, 13 episodes in, like, really? two and a half days. Every single episode. That is so was, sick. It was, How is your brain still working? I do not feel well, um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um Dallas is a franchise that I have kind of like dipped in and out. Mm-hmm. Certainly not a completist with Dallas, namely because. Well, what would you say is like your most complete city? Jersey. Okay. Yeah. I thought I would so. say Jersey followed closely by Orange County, sadly. Um, sick. So sick. sick. Yeah. I know. Jersey and Orange County are my number, number one and number two. Um, cancel me. Um, so Dallas, I just like, I mainlined it. I was just like, I. Yeah. I, again, and also, I just, like, I had kind of, like, 
bits like bits and bobs over the last the previous four seasons so i was like i just kind of want to commit to this okay it's i don't know dallas just it hits different and like not in a great way you know what i mean it's just like dallas is floating in some upper layer of the atmosphere that just like you know it's just it's got this like sugary sheen on it you know and like it's it's like that like super sugary drink that you're like, oh yeah, that's going to taste good. And then you drink it and you're like, I feel so empty and I'm just like a little drunk and I want to go to sleep. That was like Dallas for me. Um, I mean, I think the way last week's episode ended into this week's beginning in terms of like how Deandra has fallen into accidentally being like a voice of reason on this show. Well, 100%. I mean, like, just taking this season alone, because that has been kind of my scholarship yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the other girls are playing checkers, Deandra is playing chess. <laughs> Truly. Like, honestly. Like, I feel like Deandra's on another show in a way. You know what I mean? Like, just the way that she's she's navigating all this. I, I agree. She's just, like, she's, it's like, she's grounded in a way, and she's just, like, I don't know. I feel like she plays it differently, you know? But, you know, but, like, but but don't forget, like she was a Texan for Trump. Like, oh, <laughs> don't forget. Like, n- never did I say that I stand. No, no, fully no, no, stand no, 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 Deandra no. Simmons. But within the context of this season and just like her performance on the show, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she's. I think she's doing. No, but, she's doing great this season. No, but that's that's what's interesting to me is that like she has landed in this like, like Brandy. Like you want me to just say like nothing about you think the proper response is for me to say nothing about your racist video correct i mean like once again brandy (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know where to start with brandy like at every possible opportunity this season when given the chance to do the right thing and navigate it skillfully brandy has done the complete opposite Honestly, it's just like mm-hmm. at every single time. And it's just like, it's unconscionable, you know? And so like... It's, it, it's actually crazy thinking about you watching these 13 episodes because you have been like hit over the head with Brandy's misdeeds over and yeah. over again. I, that is, I mean, that is fair. Like, again, this is like, this is my only context, like this, this yeah. current season, but... Oh, no, no, no. But like, I'm not criticizing that. It's just like, she has been so bad this season. So bad. And again, like... It's, it's always bad. You know, obviously, like, y- your racist actions are, like, obviously always kind of unconscionable. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just have to say, like, especially given kind of the events of the past couple of weeks, the last month or so, just, like, we're all kind of, like, a renew- mm-hmm. like a renewed focus on, like, how AAPI folks are, like, treated in this country. Just yeah. to, to have this be going on and to have this being yeah. broadcast just makes it even more of a disservice to, like, give Brandy this pass in a way you know what i mean it's like okay, she's not so, getting away scot-free but it's like i just i don't know it breaks my heart to see this like redemption arc for brandy kind of continue you know it's not a full redemption uh, arc but like uh yeah i don't know if we have a redemption arc and actually james they filmed the reunion today and uh, apparently like word is ab- like the world's a buzz right now in terms of like the insiders saying like something has happened during this reunion that like we've never seen before. I'm shaking. I'm like, I don't even know what to think. 
Like, people were guessing, like, oh, is Brandy fired, like, during the reunion? But that doesn't make sense to me. In my brain, like, how does Brandy show up to this reunion besides well, to collect her check? That was, I mean, I feel like you guys mentioned this maybe last week or, or yeah. a prior week. Just, like, I could very much see her just being like, I'm not going to go. Like, yeah. that's it, you know? And, yeah, no, I don't think it's, like, a full redemption arc, but I I don't know. I just... Well, the, no, the, the, thing, the thing is, is, like... A majority of the women on the cast are trying to protect her and save her. That, that's it. Thank you. That is exactly it. Yeah. Just like, and even, you know, like, so when this episode opens up, it's just like, we're all talking about this page six article and like, yeah. Brandy once again is blame. So she's br- blaming Deandra for doing this interview because it re- it basically like kind of like kicked up the dust in a way and made yeah. this headline kind of come to fruition. But like, I don't know, like read the article, like Deandra was just like doing press for the show and like getting folks to tune in. And like, I don't know, she didn't say anything disparaging about Brandy in in particular. She was just like, yes, we're going to address it head on because to Deandra's point, it's like, what did you want me to say? Like, we're not going to talk about it. That's going to make you look even worse. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Make you look worse. And then like, also you want me to look bad by saying like, oh, we're not going to talk about it. Right. Right. 100%. It was just wild. And then yeah, like, you know, the other women, and, like, I'm going to leave Tiffany out of it because, like, Tiffany can have whatever feelings oh, yeah. she wants to have well, about it. But, like, oh, no, T- Tiffany should not have to, like, fight the battle. I, so, like, I was Deandra's like, doing it. And then, like, and so then it's, like, Stephanie, Carrie, Carrie, for the most part, and Cameron, right. like, going to bat for Brandy for some reason. Correct. Correct. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, Cameron, Stephanie, Carrie, I don't know. It's just, like, it does not surprise me that they were just, like, especially like Stephanie just trying to like keep the peace and just being like, yeah, like smooth it over. Just like, say you made a mistake. And like Deandra had to like admit that she made a mistake, which I don't think is necessarily true. Yeah. You know? No. Oh my God. It was, I don't know. It was maddening to me, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Brandy in that stupid outfit once oh again. Oh my take... God. <gasps> anyway, I'm getting heated. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're off to Oklahoma in that RV from hell. Oh my god! Leaving, leaving it up to Brandy to get us there. Leaving it up to Brandy, who is legally blind, to just like, you know, get us up to Oklahoma. Um, oh my god. To hunt for Bigfoot. To hunt to hunt for Bigfoot. That's why that is why we're going to Oklahoma. We're gonna hunt for Bigfoot. Oh my goodness. This episode was a mess. I'm sorry. Okay, so I, I wanna get to like the the, the thing with the, the guy. But before we, like, dive deep, deep into that, I want to say, like, the next morning they're saying, like, oh, you went to bed early. But, like, wasn't the Bigfoot Bigfoot hunting occurring oh. at, like, 1 a.m.? Oh, <laughs> I wrote down the timestamp. 1.19 a.m. They were just, like, stomping through the woods in Oklahoma looking for Bigfoot with this, like, so, mountain like, man. So what is early and then what is late? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These girls can hang, man. I was like, I would have been in bed I mean, at like 9 p.m., please. Car- Carrie stays up like till the sun rises. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How much time do we have? Um, uh, Car- Carrie abusing this man. Carrie abusing this man. <laughs> I wrote down multiple times things like Carrie is regressing. Carrie continues to be the worst. <laughs> I can't handle Carrie. Like, it's just crazy at this point. Like, yeah. abusing this poor man, 
She's blackout drunk once again, you know. <laughs> with a machete in hand. With a machete. And Stephanie, I mean, I think that was the most interesting thing is like, I feel like this whole season, Stephanie has not been doing much, right? It's like. No, no, no. Yeah. Not at all. And like, I mean, like her like personal storylines are interesting and like, I'm, I'm here for that. But like in terms of how she interacts with the other women, she has literally not been doing anything other than just like trying to make peace and like. Oh, I just want to like yeah. stay out of it and make sure everyone's friends. And it's just like, okay, bring a book, like get involved, yeah, yeah. get your hands dirty. Um, yeah. So this was actually interesting in that she, she, <laughs> she, Lindsay Hubbard activated and like, actually, yeah. well, activated is, is generous, by crying, by crying. And like, you know, it was like resolved by the end of the episode, but like, I don't know. I, I thought that was the most interesting thing. Like Stephanie mm-hmm. trying to like navigate how to confront Carrie about it. You know? Yeah. Okay. So also I just do want to point out like, Carrie is such a monster, a nightmare, machete in hand. But, like, I'm okay with this. I just, like, I feel like that is enough that we don't need Brandy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Like, like Carrie's brand of monster is, like, good for the show, and Brandy's brand of monster is not good for the show. Oh, for sure. Brandy's brand of monster is literally not doing anything for anyone, and it's actually dangerous, whereas Carrie yeah. is just, like, blacking out and, yeah. like, ju- jumping in the lake. I mean, it's like, you know, the Dallas antics that, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's just, like, Carrie, you know, Carrie is... Carrie's doing Carrie. A, vil- a villain for the show. Like, She's... you can be, a, like, there are villains. Like, that's fine. Sure. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, I've never really thought, it's, that's that's an interesting way to look at it, because I've never really thought of her as the villain, but that actually kind of, like, puts it in a better context for me, because it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess they chat. I mean, <laughs> Carrie demands to speak to Stephanie as, like, Stephanie's setting up for, like, their. <laughs> whatever they were doing i don't even know i guess we'll get to it next week but the, the no it was the oklahoma um like obstacle course or whatever <laughs> oh the redneck relay is that what they called yeah. it yeah yeah she was like like spray painting toilet seats or something <laughs> and she was putting like whipped cream on like a tarp or something i was like what yeah, is about to yeah, go down yeah, yeah. um but uh oh so like here's a question just to back up a little bit so like when they split up the girls, are you doing team wine? Are you going to Girls Gone Wine or are you going to go fishing? Well, I'm just going to go fishing because, like, we're going to drink wine later, you know? <laughs> Truly. And just, I don't know, like, no shade, but just watching them <laughs> make that, like, bootleg wine, <laughs> that wine out of that, like, that slap bag wine. Oh, my God. <laughs> slap the bag. Slap and that then bag. Your wine. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I can't handle this. Um, is this like where Franzia is made? It, it, pro- most likely, honestly. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they said something like, so like, yeah, there's like the normal process for making wine and this is like the quick way to do it. And I was just like, do not <laughs> drink that. Oh my God. I want the quick way. Wow. Um, uh, any closing thoughts on Dallas? Um, <laughs> where do I begin? I mean, I think, I mean, I've committed so much. I'm like 13 episodes in, like I'm going to finish yeah. the season. Um, I, I mean, at this point, I think you have to make it to the reunion. I, well, 100%, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, so do you think Dallas, so Dallas is like maybe like on the verge of getting chopped entirely? Or do you think it's like, what's the word on the street? I mean, I, their ratings are really bad. Yeah. And I just feel like 
it doesn't have any good um, like social media conversation compared to like a Salt Lake City where like the ratings are bad because they were airing it at 10 p.m. But like, yeah, it has a lot of good buzz. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. Nobody's really it's not really crucial to the conversation like the other franchises are. But at the same time, like also, I imagine they're not spending money on Dallas like they're spending in other cities. Sure. Sure. You know? I don't know. I'm don't curious. Know. Like, I'm, you know, what if they, in my opinion, it's like, yeah, keep Tiff. Oh, yeah. We never really like fully talked about Tiffany. I mean, Dr. Tiffany. She's like, yeah. I mean, I think it's like a Herculean effort on her mm. part to navigate through yeah. this season. Yeah. And I think personally, I mean, like, has she been perfect? No. Are there a little like annoying no. moments where you're just like, she's annoying. Yeah. She's annoying. But like, she's owning it. And like, I don't know. I think Austin was such a turning point where she like jumped in the lake and then had that moment. That was like a very real, yeah. like a nice kind of like reset for Tiffany. I don't know. I think she's doing great. And just given the circumstances and all the bullshit she has to navigate through, it's like, I don't know. But I'm actually, I'm glad she's annoying. Cause if she wasn't annoying, it'd be like, what are you even doing here? <laughs> like, sure. You, like, like her being annoying, like put, brings her like, Makes yeah. her like a reality television character. 100%. 100%. Otherwise, like you're just an anesthesiologist who's right. on this show for some reason. Right. And like, it's her first season. So you do kind of need like the first season edit of just like, how am I going to fit into this group of girls? You know what I mean? Just like, mm. you know, navigating like. Yeah. New group of friends. I don't know. So I, yeah. I think she's doing great. So All right. I'm going to keep it up. Let's, let's go to your home. <sighs> New Jersey. So in case anyone does not know, James is from New Jersey. So he's truly bringing like the hometown perspective. Yes. So I'm from New Jersey. I grew up in uh, Bergen County, which is where most of it still takes place. But my, long story short, my grandparents lived in Franklin Lakes, which is very much where like seasons one, two, like, I mean, like this is my part of Jersey and like watching Jersey will forever feel like home always, Mm. you know? Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I've, I've done a pretty good job of keeping up with it over the season. So, like, I think yeah. season six, I don't know if I, like, fully want to, but, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. who, did, who did? So, um, so we're still down the shore, and I love it. Oh, my God. I love being down the shore. I'm having so much fun down here. Despite the fact that COVID does not exist. COVID doesn't exist down the shore. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, I think that the the salty air like kills the COVID. Ask the ladies, and they'd probably say that. So you know, (laughs) that's the that's their scientific response. Um, I'm loving. I gotta say, this is just like a Jersey Shore tangent that I feel like you will Mm. appreciate and understand as a Jersey Shore person. I'm loving being on the Tom's River side. You know. Oh, interesting. Because like. When when I saw that they were in Tom's River, I was like, how do they even have, like, like in my brain, Tom's River, Tom's River is, like, a community that people live year-round. Yes. It's, like, it is a proper, t- I mean, it's, like, a, a pretty big town, just, like, in kind of, like, coastal Jersey, but it's, for those folks who don't know Jersey, it's kind of, like, it's, it's inland, inland Jersey, but I guess there's part of Tom's River that is on the bay, which is where yes. all of these women have their houses, right? Yeah. And like, well, so, so Joe and Melissa used to have their house on the bay, but like on the part that juts, that that's like hang out in the ocean and they were facing Tom's River instead. Interesting. 
I always thought yeah. I, I remember that house, but I always thought it was on the Tom's River side. Okay, so they oh, went. From, I could be wrong. Maybe the, I, I thought they were like not in Tom's River before. Yeah, I could who be knows? Wrong. But it's like you know, I don't know. Growing up, like like the snobbery of just like you know, you want to be on the beach side, right? You want to be on the mm-hmm. barrier island that is yeah. easy access to the beach. So because for these women to actually get to the beach, if they wanted to go lay out on the beach. Yeah. That's like a good like 20, 25 minute drive. You know, you got to like yeah. get to the causeway. Yeah. You got to go over the bridge. You got to like find parking. You got to like get your sandwich and like, you know, all that. So you got to like, get a beach tag. You got to, you better have that beach tag in Jersey. Let me tell yeah. you. So, but anyway, I just like something about understanding it as like kind of like boat lifestyle. You know, it's like mm. watching them just kind of like jump in the boat. They're like boating to lunch, you know, like, yeah. I think I kind of like understood it more and I was just like, I'm loving this community now, you know? Um, Isn't it interesting that Dolores and Frank have a house in Point Pleasant, Bayside? Point Pleasant, Bayside. Yeah, like, they all prefer Bayside. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, and like, honestly, like, you can probably get more house on the Bayside. So, like, if you have a big family, for uh, sure. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, long tangent, but I'm loving, I'm loving being down the shore. I'm loving being in Tom's River, to be honest. Okay. So where they dined in this very last episode, Il Mondino is a place I've gone to with my family and Alex and had an allergic reaction there. I just need to catch my breath. (laughs) Because I was like, I I wanted to talk to you about... It's either Il Mondino or La Mandina. I can't remember. Il, Il Mondino. Il Mondino. Okay, so like... Uh, for the, for the listeners, you have two Jersey. Well, you're not Jersey, but well, you're 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 Jersey. I am Jersey-ish. You're like, Jersey, like by osmosis. Like, I mean, but you have like two tri-state Italian boys here talking. Um, oh, but also, like, we grew up like even when we were in Staten Island, we grew up going down going the shore. Jer- sure, sure. Like during the summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, you're Jersey for sure. Um, so wait, you had an allergic reaction at this restaurant. Okay, so this is what happened. At Il Mondino, when I'm at an Italian restaurant, I am cautious. Yep. So I must have or so I don't know what I got for my entree. I can't even remember that. But my appetizer, I got it like I got I got it. <laughs> I got the clams appetizer, which was like clams in like a white broth with like leeks. Not something that would have cheese in it. Sure. Am I sure. right? Absolutely not. With a side, and it comes with, like, a toasted bread. And the bread was, like, a normal piece of toasted bread. I figured out what probably happened. They probably sprinkled some cheese on the toasted bread. Lights out. Forget about it. So, actually, what's funny is normally when I have an allergic reaction, it happens right away. But I just, like, eat this whole thing, eat my dinner. We get home, and I start feeling, like, short of breath. But, like, I don't even, like, know what's going on. Yeah. We have, like, some ice cream. We're hanging out. I go to sleep. And while we are sleeping, I, like, completely have the allergic reaction. So it must have been such a minuscule amount of cheese that, like, my body was just, like, digesting. It was, like, a latent reaction. Yeah, it had to, like, fully digest for it to register in your system. Normally, it's, like, it touches my lips and I have it. So it must have been so minimal. Right. So I wake up. Alex is dead asleep. Doesn't even know what's going on. I'm like, I go downstairs. I'm looking for Benadryl 
Like, obviously, this isn't a house I live in, so I don't know where anything is. I'm looking for Benadryl. I can't find it. Like, I call my mom because, like, she's yeah. asleep in her bedroom. She comes out. I'm like, I need Benadryl. I can't breathe. And she's, like, <laughs> rustling through the house. My sister hears us. She comes out. My dad wakes up. He's like, no, we can't find Benadryl. My dad goes and drives to 7-Eleven, gets Benadryl. All this is going on. Alex is dead asleep the whole time. Oh, my God. So we tell him the next morning, and he's, like, so <laughs> embarrassed <laughs> that he didn't even know that I was, like, dying. Oh, my goodness. So this is what goes, goes on down the shore. That is wild. I mean, first of all, I'm very glad you're okay. Yeah, first, first live to tell the tale. Live to tell the tale, but... You have the fact that you have a personal connection to Il Mondino down I know. down the shore. I mean, we should you and I should write. Maybe we'll do like we should write a book because like I my family grew up going to Lunello in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, which is where the table flip happened, season one. <gasps> like one hundred percent, like hands Shut down. The fuck up. And a lot of the Italian joints that like the original girls used to go to in like seasons one and two, like. Mm. totally like went to many of those growing up i like, know yeah i i would like if you're from franklin lakes i would imagine like there are so many hot spots featured yep. on the show oh 100 there's a scene where uh <laughs> caroline is having lunch with her sisters in an early season and like she orders like that little like coke with a little red wine that's at savini where my sister had her rehearsal dinner for her wedding i mean it's like I, i'm like oh fully God. enmeshed so anyway you and i are gonna wow. do a bus tour of Jersey mm. Italian restaurants. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, okay. Um, where we where down the shore? Where down the shore are you like familiar with? I mean, like growing up, we kind of like bopped around. Like my family, like we didn't have a house or anything growing up. Yeah. But uh, especially like once we got to high school, like my sister and I had like friends that mm. you know had houses. Like my best friend from high school had a house down in Long Beach Island, which is like south right. of further yeah, where yeah, these yeah, folks are. But like, yeah. I'm familiar with like point. You know. Familiar with like Point Pleasant, I'm familiar with Tom's River, I'm familiar sure. with Seaside, like kind of you know your your house sure. is in. You go down to like Manasquan in or between Mantaloking, no, uh, Mantaloking, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so boring for the listeners. We're just like talking about like, Jersey stuff. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, familiar with the Jersey Shore, and this just I don't know, it just like brought back good like good memories of just like yeah, you know, finding yeah. the sun down the shore. Um, um, how do you feel about the annual? Joe and Melissa rehearsed story. <laughs> I am so tired. I was just like, we, this is variations on a theme. We have been doing this since they got on the show. Just like, I love, I love it. I don't even care. I'm like having the time of my life. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, okay. Okay. And again, it's like variations on a theme. So each time it like manifests in like a different way, but it's just like all boils down to like Joe's a misogynist. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Melissa's trying to like escape this prison and like bloom, you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, it just manifests in different ways. You know what I mean? Like I did love this like manic, like Melissa walked away from Joe at the host stand and then Joe was like flipping. I mean, yeah. it's just like, insane you know so like to me what's funny is the narrative of like okay they they speak in code in terms of like oh melissa is like wants to be a businesswoman and like spread her wings but what we're what we're saying is she is famous on a show now sure sure So like okay so joe's upset about that but like joe you 
two are famous on a show and you love being famous on a show. 100%. Like, I mean, the, the crazy thing about Jersey is just like how, how involved the husbands are. I mean, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, they are, there should be like 16 people holding tomatoes. <laughs> like the, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just like the guys are so involved. So yeah, to your point, it's like, Joe, like you are benefiting off of this yeah. just as much as Melissa. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. let's call a spade a spade, you know? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, the Margaret versus Jennifer thing. It's tough. Cause like what Jennifer said was so terrible. Right. In terms yeah. of like, like, oh, like your sloppy moments, like blah, 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 blah. And then like Marge going for Jennifer so hard is like not a great look for Marge. Correct. I mean, like, yeah. And when, and when they're fighting and like making their points, it's like, what is even the point? Cause like, cause Margaret can like articulate a point. Yes. Whereas like Jennifer's not, we're not like fighting fire with fire. Correct. I mean, like Jen was, I mean, like it was Jen, Jen's was so baseless and so mean and just so irrelevant. I mean, it was, it was irrelevant, right. It was just like, not, yeah. you know, yeah. and then Margaret, unfortunately just kind of like met Jennifer where she was, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, it was just like the two almost like, not that they canceled each other out, but after, I mean, it was just like, it's a moot point after that. Cause you're just like, you both kind of like yeah. went too low and now it's like, what are we to do with this? Like as a viewer, you know? Yeah. Um, what do you make of like the Teresa Jackie stuff? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I think you were talking about this last week. Like we are watching Teresa just with this whole like Jackie arc. Yeah. Regress to a point that we have not seen her mm. since like those like, Teresa monster seasons like three four five you know yeah so it's interesting to just you know like Teresa's apology to like Jackie and like Teresa's apology to uh what's his name Evan, Evan you know yeah like com we've been watching Teresa like Teresa cannot apologize to save her life I mean it's just like it is not in her DNA you know yeah. so it's just like what do I make of it I mean it's I feel like it was played out to the point where I think hopefully both parties realize like we cannot chew on this anymore. Like it's yeah. kicked, like let's move on, you know, but like tree continues to do tree, you know? And yeah. it, it just made me feel sad for like Jackie and Evan. Sure. Sure. 100%. Yeah. I feel that. Just in terms of like them playing along and being like, yeah, it's over. Like we're put like, and then like flashing back, we are done with this woman. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I mean like, to re I mean, again, they are very much oil and water and like for someone like Jackie to have to like try and hold a fight or hold a conflict with someone like Teresa. I mean, it must be, just, must just be like so beyond frustrating and like, yeah, to have to just be like, Oh, I'm going to kind of acquiesce and I'm just going to like be like, okay, we're going to like make peace here. It must be difficult for someone in Jackie's position. Cause like Teresa was a monster, you know? Well, she, like she has to, cause she, if she wants to be on the show. Yeah, totally. Cause like, so as you like, guys, what, as you guys what have said, option do you have? She's not going, Teresa's not going anywhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For sure, you know? Um, but speaking of, Nono's memorial service. Oh, I thought it was sweet. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, I loved it. I was, I was tearing up. I mean, the, the, the COVID horror <laughs> of it all. I mean, it's notwithstanding. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just the thing, you know, after so many seasons with these women and specifically with that family, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing is like, Teresa's not going anywhere because of this. It's like, we are following your family now. Yes. Yes. And it really just like, it boiled it down to like what Jersey was all about in the beginning. Right. It was just yeah, all about yeah. family. Like it was about Italian families for the most part, you know? Yeah. Um, and I do, th- I do think like us, like Teresa found this man at the right moment. Cause like laying the groundwork of like the still to come the season with Louie and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. That will, that will carry her forward. Yeah, I mean, it's like the the time the chapters of it all seem very clean, right? It's like she kind of like wrapped up, air quotes, this thing with Jackie and Evan. She yeah. kind of like, you know, said goodbye to No-No. And then now Divorce it's on. Divorce Joe. Divorce Joe, that's done, you know. Yeah. And now it's on to, I guess, New Conquests, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. And interesting to, to kind of set it up for the rest of the season. But, um yeah. I'm still having so much fun in Jersey. It's just, I know it's that good this season. You know, I mean, right now, like of what is currently airing, like Jersey is the highlight aside from summer house. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Summer house. How are you feeling? Do they sell lover boys in California is first and foremost, the question. First and foremost, I believe the answer is still no. Hmm. Um, a tough market to crack. A tough market to crack. I mean, based on what's going on this season, it seems like Kyle and Carl are having like severe distribution issues. So I would yeah. imagine getting product out to California might prove challenging to these boys. So sure, 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 sure. Um, no lover boy in California. The only, the one and only time I have had lover boy is literally at your house. So <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which tracks. So uh, wow. yeah, summer house. Wow. Um, Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, Summer House is another one I kind of dip in and out of. Um, yeah. I think I had, like, I had, like, a light bulb moment while watching Summer House. Mm. Of, I've always been, I've always kind of, like, struggled with, like, how to approach it. Because I think I kind of, because I tend to watch it, like, at the same time as I watch Housewives franchises. It's, like, okay. I realized, like, w- catching up this week, I was, like, I have to, I have to watch it differently. Like, Summer House, especially this season, to me, it's like, it's real world. Yeah. You know? And for some reason, I think my brain tries to process it a la Housewives, you know? Okay. And something about this, I was just like, no, it's real world. It's a bunch of people, especially this season with COVID. Like, yeah. they are cooped up in a house. It is like younger, younger people, you know, yeah. kind of like our age people. Um, but, <laughs> you know, like 30-something folks, like, stuck in a house and shenanigans ensue you know it's it's just a different angle in a way you know see i mean so we're this week we're not recapping the latest episode just because of um time zone constraints so we're just talking about it in general and james's perspective but i do want to say in terms of like this season and covid like whereas covid has hurt the housewives i think covid has only helped summer house i would agree i would agree i think like these people do well or perform better in kind of like a a pressure cooker. Yeah. 24 seven, like big brother, real world style setup. 
And yeah. I think like, I'm enjoying it more than other times that I have tried to watch Summer House. Like I've always like had a good time. It's oh, always okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always very like, it's low investment for me. I'm just kind of like, oh, like, you know, yeah. like, folks in the Hamptons, cool, I get it. But like, I don't know, this seems to have a little bit more, uh, it's just gelling a little bit more, it seems. And it might be the consistency of filming, maybe just yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I mean, Andy has announced that we are getting a true summer house reunion. I mean, we've had, last year was a Zoom reunion. The year before, there was no reunion. The year before was like a Watch What Happens Live reunion. So we are getting like a true sit down. For like a true blue reunion. Yeah, great. That's exciting. Yeah, especially after this season. My goodness. Yeah. And it'll be interesting because they will be filming this reunion after having filmed Winter House, which is kind of like Jersey season three filming their reunion <laughs> in the after wrapping on season four of Jersey. So wild. Yeah. So like wild. how do you navigate talking about like a chunk of material when you have more recently lived something else? It's, di- it's challenging. Yeah. 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 That's difficult. Yeah. I'm curious how that will like, how that will manifest. And remind me who went to Winter House? So it's pretty much everyone except for Hannah. And I think Hannah might be the only one. Wow. Really? That's a lot of people. So it's, it's everyone else. Plus... I think two guys from Southern Charm. Wait, so it's all those Summer House people and then two guys from Southern Charm? Minus Hannah. So very much weighted Summer House versus Summer Charm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Unless, br- like, there could, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's literally only two guys from Southern Charm. But, like, the Southern Charm cast is such, like, an amorphous thing in my brain that, like, there could be... Like, nobody's on that cast that, like, finagled their, their way into Winter House. I have not seen a single frame of, sun, <laughs> of Southern Charm, nor do I plan on it. So, yeah, no, no, no. good luck and Godspeed, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been, from what, from what I've seen of this season, I've seen most of this season. Um, yeah. Who are you liking? Who are you vibing with? Who am I liking? Who am I vibing with? Um First of all, I mean, like, I don't know if I'm, like, vibing with him necessarily, but just, like, Carl's journey this season Um, has just been very... Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, uh, I don't know. It's heartbreaking, and it's, you know, it's all the things. And just to see him have, have, like, a full kind of, like, human, real-person arc of just, like, these things that are happening in his life and how he's navigating it. I mean, like, that helps, like, kind of, like, ground the show in a way. Because it was just, like, entirely just, like, playing beer pong with Loverboy and, like, (laughs) Kyle blacking out. I mean, it's just, like, you know... um, I understand your love for Kyle and Amanda. Okay, and you do, you do. I understand it. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'm not going to meet you where you are, but I am. I, I understand it. Yeah. What do you understand exactly? I think they are very like they're so central in a way. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think they. I don't know if they're like the glue. That's like kind of sure. a cliche, cliche way of putting it, but they're just. They seem like so like the nucleus of that house in a way. You yeah. know. Um, I just I think part of it for me is like we have gone through tough times with the two of them. So to see them like, so on the same page this year. Sure. Is very heartwarming. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, I want to see more from Danielle. Mm, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I just feel like okay. we haven't gotten to see enough of her. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such, it's just such an interesting cast of characters. I mean, it's, it's something for everyone in a way yeah, because there there's are something like, for everyone. there's yeah. truly something for everyone. Um, like Paige and Hannah, like, I don't know. They're, they're, they're fine. I mean, like Hannah, I, you know, yeah. whatever. Paige is cute. Like, I don't know. Um, Hubbard seems activated on and, <laughs> on and off, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a much better time with Summer House than previous times that I've kind of attempted to watch it. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's this setup. Maybe it's something for them to keep in mind. Cause like, you know, just the consistency of filming might yeah. do good things for them. So, well, I can't wait to serve you another lover boy when you come back to the East coast this summer. I can't wait. Um, but why don't we wrap things up with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Uh, <laughs> this week, our Freak of the Week is one Kelly Kaloran Bensamon for trying to do something on TikTok. <laughs> what she tries to do, unclear. But So we're making references to season three Roni moments. And one of the TikToks seems to be trying to integrate the release of some, <laughs> some brand or product. I'm going to play a short clip right here. Hey guys. Hey, it's Kelly from Lauren Ben Simone. You're up here. We're all up here. And I'm actually just starting my season four Georges on Bill by KKB and I decided to um, take your peer and I'm down there to my collection for on Bill because okay and she's kind of just mumbling through like what she's selling she, yeah I mean when she gets to the point where she actually has to like name the product like sell the garment <laughs> it is 100% mumble mouth and she's just like like and let's all hug and then i mean she's she's obviously referencing the the iconic yeah i'm up here you're down here yeah but yeah it seemed like in the middle she also switched those two she was just like you're up here and i'm down here like she was yeah she was all over the ice she was up here she was to the left she was to the right she was over there she was selling her sweaters down the block you know she's like running through traffic yeah um kelly Okay, so let's kick it over to the one true queen, someone who is selling the garment, and that is <laughs> one Britney Spears, encouraging all of us to go get vaccinated. Uh, I think filmed by boyfriend Sam, recounting her experience getting vaccinated. All right, so what'd you think of the vaccine? Okay, the people on the internet said it was really, really bad. It was like a bullet going through your arm. It was nothing. I felt nothing. I'm fine. And I hope I continue to stay fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. So she heard on the internet that it was getting, <laughs> like getting a bullet through her. <laughs> I, a bullet through her arm. I don't think I heard that reference. I would like to speak with the people who, upon 
injection felt a bullet go through their arm. I don't know. I mean, like, we all have our experiences. I mean, okay. you and I are fortunate enough to have gotten our first dose. So it's like... Yes. I mean, yeah, did I have, like, sore arm the next day? <laughs> sure. But, like, certainly... But the never. shot itself was no bullet. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I... Okay, I love her just, like, encouraging people to go get vaccinated. But I also love seemingly, like, for someone of such status and, like... um notoriety to be getting her vaccine like amongst us people who have been waiting for a while 100 percent seems yeah. like it yeah and she was like in the video she has like you know the kind of like paperwork in her hand that they give yeah. you you know like <laughs> yes, the information yes. about the vaccine like truly relatable queen yes a queen of the people a queen a of the people <laughs> using her platform go out and get vaccinated folks do wow. it wow james what an episode this has been before we let you go, we just need to remind the people over on Patreon, we had a fun time in our pre-show. We also have Brendan, if you've missed him, recapping, waking up in the morning, thinking of so many things with me in our bonus episode. Uh, in case you forgot, you need to run over to our Instagram account at Come Through Queen Podcast and like that Marge uh, post. Yes. Co- uh, comment in it, tagging a friend, and follow both Come Through Queen and Strand Bookstore in order to win a signed copy of Marge's new book. Hello. Yes, enter to win. Uh, wow. Uh, James, where, if anywhere, can people find you <laughs> <laughs> online? Do you have any existence right now? I mean, like, I've slowly been retreating from, like, traditional mm. social media. Um, yeah. Where can you find me? Um I'm on a great wine app called Vivino. You can find me there. It has a social component, I think. So look for you, me at Vivino. You do love um, harding and commenting on people's Venmo transactions as well. That is true. If there's any social feed I'm on, it's probably Venmo. Just I love seeing what people are up to during COVID. You know, what people, you know, just, I love just wow. like transactions, you know. Um, okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, I, I, I creep around in the Come Through Queen Facebook group, which everybody oh, yeah. should should be a member of at this point. So uh, if sure. you're not, get a grip and get involved. So yeah, thank you so much for having me, Dan. It's been so much fun. Wow. Well, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you please next retweet. week. Bye. Bye. Love you, Brendan. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.